Hey, this is Pam Perry, and today is a shop talk. Two PR colleagues talking shop, chopping it up about PR. So Candace Nicole, Candace Nicole PR, who is fabulous. If you don't know her, you are in for a treat. So right after this, we're going to bring up Candace Nicole. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. So who is Candace Nicole? Let me just tell you a little bit about Candace Nicole. She is an award-winning publicist who graduated from Morgan State University, HBCU in the house, and she's a full-time entrepreneur for the last 13, 14 years, owner of Candace Nicole PR. She's the creator of Women Who Hustle Network, which is a space for women to hone their hustle and their balance, and also Respect the Publicist, which is a network of publicists that also welcomes journalists, branding, marketing, social media professionals. Candace is an out-of-the-box thinker, a game-changer, and on a mission to inspire. But more than that, she has had her clients everywhere, like from Essence to Forbes to Because of We Because of Them We Can to the Today Show. But she also is a speaker and she has a book called an ebook called The PR Puzzle. And she also has another book called Be Your Glow Up, 34 Affirmations to Inspire. Uh, she's a contributor to the book Speak Up, which we are a part of that. Brian Olds, shout out to Brian Olds, another Morgan State grad uh, with Candace. Uh, Speak Up, the ultimate guide to dominate in the speaking industry. And she also has a podcast as well. She's a podcast host of the Virtual Publicist Podcast and the Women Who Hustle Podcast. She's busy. And she's been awarded numerous titles and awards. And some of the things that she's been awarded was the Oldfield Dukes Millennial Excellence in PR. I loved Oldfield Dukes. Bless his soul. And also the Tenacity uh, Award from Shift 360 Women in Business. And she also was recognized by the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce and also Inc. as an emerging leader in Black business and one of the top 25 African American PR millennials um, by the Huffington Post. And also last year together, we are always in these things together, but one of the top uh, 100 PR influencers to follow by Buzz Sumo. And she is hailing from Washington, D.C., but she's now a resident of Charlotte, North Carolina. So there we go, Candace Nicole. Hey! <laughs> when you are ringing my bio, girl. You do. You do a lot. So you, you have do to, a lot. You have to update it, but you do you do a lot. So you do a lot. I, I I welcome you, welcome you. One of the things I'm gonna switch this over this way, okay. so that I can let people know like a little bit more about you, and you can see your full thing there. But I am so glad that you're here. So one of the first things I want to say is respect the publicist is really how I first uh, learned about you. Okay. Um, and I don't know how long that's been around, but respect the publicist was like so cool because it felt like. You know, you were with those guys because kind of like as a solopreneur, a boutique PR firm, mm -hmm. you don't really have like a whole agency, even though I've worked for an agency before. But when you are out here on your own, I've been doing it 20 years. You've been doing it like 13, 14 years. You just kind of 15. 
Yes, I, think it was, I figured it was probably close to 15. Yeah. And I said, I love this. So tell me how it came about and how you started Respect the Publicist, a Facebook group for right now, correct? Yeah, yeah. So it actually, I started uh, Respect the Publicist, just like that saying, of course, started as a hashtag in 2014. Oh. Yeah. Um, because this is a hashtag. Yeah, of course, because we're about to uh, do some shifting, like growing the brand. I had to do some uh, research about when did we start and, you know, certain. And I'm like, I saw something where I posted on the IG account. What was a totally different logo in 2017. And it said I started it in 2014. And I'm like, girl, uh -huh. and now it's, you know, 2022. But really, it, it came out of, I would say, um, frustration, right, uh -huh. Uh -huh. of where I felt like individuals were not respecting the publicists. We were the first to get thrown under the bus, first to be removed from teams, the first to, uh, well, I thought you were supposed to do X, Y, Z, right? And I'm like, no, hashtag respect the publicists. Like we know what we're doing, but also it was to in encourage publicists to want, uh, want to respect themselves. Yes. Right? And respect other publicists because, you know, there's sometimes some, I would say, of what I've seen, um, some catty, just messy moments that I've seen um, with in the space of PR. And I'm like, why are we doing this? It's enough this for me, you know, yeah. to go around. So it, it started from like a frustration, but then, of course, wanting to encourage individuals to respect the publicists. I love that. So one of the things I always have, whenever someone, Candace, um, says, I tried another publicist and they didn't work or they'll mm -hmm. say, you know, whatever, whatever, or they, and I usually like listen and I said, well, do they do A, B and C? Mm -hmm. You know, typical, like, do they write a release or they find a hook? Do they do some pitches? And they say, yes. And I said, okay. Then part of it is like, either that person doesn't understand PR, yep. you know, like they didn't know it or the clients, just their expectations were out of whack. So exactly. I usually try to side with the publicist because I know how hard publicity can mm -hmm. be. And mm -hmm. people's expectations are always like, well, I should be on, you know, the Today mm -hmm. Show by now. And mm -hmm. it's been like two weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so I usually side with that. But for the most part, give people the process of um, if they are a new client, say mm -hmm. they are not an A-lister, but say, mm -hmm. you know, an A-lister, B-lister, or C-lister. So say they're a B-lister. They mm -hmm. have some traction. They have a little bit of brand. They have clarity. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. And they've got some notoriety in their local area. Mm -hmm. What would be, I guess you would say, the expectation of where they could probably go and how long? And I, I really want people to kind of get a gauge. And I know it just depends on what it is and the timing. It's right. something variable. So even talk about the variables. Yeah. Variables of, of what would, would happen. Yeah. So it's always a lot of a lot of moving parts with, you know, with clients. Um, I would say first, you know, they have to have a vision. No, let me back it up. They have to first understand, have knowledge of what is the purpose of hiring a publicist or a PR agency, right? Some people are at the at the point, depending on your budget, where you need a PR agency. You need a certain type of support, right? Um, but some other individuals, you you still just may may need like a solo publicist, just a solo individual that is is working with you. The pricing will will be different, right? Mm -hmm. So um, 
you know, you have to first figure out, have knowledge, get on Google, <laughs> get on Google university and just the basis. So you, you just know Now everyone will have a different, you know, uh, definition about PR, how it works, but at least you have just the, the basics, right. Mm-hmm. Of, of what you need, of what you need, need to know. Um, and then of course, develop questions, you know, be a part of the process when you're looking, you know, when you're looking to hire someone um, and also be open. That's the thing. So it's, it's great that people know you locally, uh, but is your vision to be you known nationally, internationally? And keep in mind that takes time, <laughs> right? We're talking time like a month, two months, a quarter, oh, no. three like, quarters. Okay. Well, let me say this. It depends on the story angle. Yes. Yes. If they're coming in at a certain time and what they're talking about makes sense, it's like a um, like a hot topic, then perhaps maybe within 60, 90 days, you may start to get, you know, a lot of traction. It, it just, it depends, right? Every client is different. This is not a one size fits all at all. Uh, but I would say it, it, it definitely makes sense if they keep in mind six months. Yeah. yeah. At least six months. And if you are someone that has never engaged with the media, when you are hiring your, you know, your publicist or your PR agency, they need to make sure that, you know, what does your website look like? What does your social look like? Uh, because, what do your photos look like? Yeah, no. What do your photos look like? Do you have a, you know, a logo or anything? What are your brand colors? Because you're saying that you want to be in Wall Street Journal, but if Wall Street Journal actually does want to talk to you, after you know, where can they? Where can we send people? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh well, they can go to my social media. Well, your social media is. It's trash. Yes. It doesn't look good. It's not a great reflection of you, of this brand that you're portraying. Um, you don't even have a, have a website you can send them to. You know what I mean? So they they have I know to exactly understand. What you mean. I just had this conversation with someone like last week. It's like you were in a major publication, Black Enterprise, and you were sending people to Instagram. And then, you're, then from Instagram, that link to the website sent them somewhere else. See? I'm like, why are you bouncing the traffic that you're getting all yeah. around? I'm like, exactly. oh my God, do they not know? And so exactly. this is part of Candace Nicole, part of why I'm doing this podcast is one, to help other people because they don't know. They didn't mm-hmm. study PR and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But part of it is therapy for me because just talking it through to someone is like, <laughs> girl, yeah, like really? like It's a, it's, it's a lot. And, <laughs> and I'll say this, if someone say does not have the budget to hire someone, still seek out a PR professional to consult. You just have to execute on your own, but you still want to, because you don't have any knowledge of of the industry. So you want to bring on someone who can consult with you and provide you some type of guidance. At least. You know, I want people to be open to that as as well. Yes, yes. Uh, Alicia said, um, she said, this is very helpful information. Thank you, Dr. Perry and Candace. Absolutely. Thank you, Alicia. Let's get out of this. Things. The best clients that we have are the most informed clients about yep. the industry. Yep. That's why we teach. That's why she does her books. That's why I do the blog. That's why I have the Ready, Set, Go Speak membership. Mm-hmm. The, when you have um, the book, what's the first book? The PR Puzzle. So mm-hmm. when you wrote the PR Puzzle, was it so that you wouldn't keep saying the same thing? Yeah, because I said I have to break it down for people. Let me give you the seven pieces of, of the puzzle. Just very basic. You know what I mean? Honestly, because, you know, they're not in the PR industry. Right. And, and I know that. So but I want to equip them. I want to encourage 
<laughs> individuals that you should want to learn about whoever you're looking to to hire. If you're looking for a new accountant or a new whatever, you should at the very basic know what their what their role is supposed to do. Yes. Right. What is supposed to be like, you know, in, in your space. Yes. It really gets me when uh, individuals will reach out. Hi. Yeah. So I think I need a, um, you know, a publicist. What exactly do you do? You don't you don't you don't need our agency. Right. Yeah. You don't need you our don't agency. even know. Um, and one of the things that the people think that a publicist is sales. So publicity is not sales. It will lead to sales. But if I am say the publicist for your book, I'm not mm -hmm. responsible for selling the book. I'm mm -hmm. responsible for getting you PR. Yes. The sales of the book depends on so many other factors. One, like you said, the website, the cover of the book, the timing of it and all that, the sales of the book. But mm -hmm. getting it out there and getting known, that's the role of the publicist. That's what we can help you do. Yep. The other part, we're not your salespeople. And mm -hmm. we're not we're not your bookers either, like in terms of getting you paid speaking gigs. That's a speaking agency, which mm -hmm. is different from getting publicity. But primarily, we're working with the media. Mm -hmm. That's what we're working with. We're working with the media. And yep. that, that's, that's the part where you said something. I want you to explain it. You said, mm -hmm. if it's a hot topic. Mm -hmm. So explain hot topics because you you're a news junkie. I mean, obviously you were in journalism. So explain a hot topic to people of what is hot, because you'll be surprised how people don't know anything in the news going on. Yeah. So, of course, hot topic right now is, um, you know, COVID. Hot topic is um, just the workplace, the environment of the workplace, the future of work. The big those quit. Are, those mm -hmm. are very like, you know, hot topics. So many people. The great resignation. Yes. The big quit. That is going on right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are quitting and they are not having a backup. Why? Because they're tired of whatever is going on in their situation because they're already frustrated because of this. What? We're now going into our junior year with, you know, COVID. Right. So they're frustrated. Um, and there's still just in some companies, I would say this lack of people care. Um, and so people are frustrated and they're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. There has to be another way. I'm going to figure it out. I'm not doing it. So they're betting on themselves more. I love so, that. So That's those are, are hot topics. I'll take it a little bit more further. Um, now, this happened a few years ago when Rob Kardashian, when he put out that image of China, his uh, child's mother, and it was basically in California. It's like looked upon as revenge porn. And so let's say that I don't know. That happened on uh, Saturday or Sunday when the news broke. The very next day, I saw an entertainment lawyer on Fox 5 DC on Monday talking about it. Revenge porn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You may also want to call it like newsjacking as well. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. therefore, um, if they are talking about, you know, in 20 years, uh, Wall Street went down X amount, like in two minutes, then if you are an investor, if you are in that space, you need to call the news desk and say, "Hey, I just saw the news. Are you guys are you guys uh, working on a segment? I'm actually an expert in in the field of boom, 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 right? Yeah. So whatever field you're in, if you see something that is a hot topic, you know, breaking news that just came came in, jump you on it. Call the assignment desk. Yeah. Um, I'll share with you that really when you're looking at any show, let's just talk about news. It is, I would say. 98% of the time, it is a producer that you need to get in contact with. 
-hmm. that is going to yay or nay uh, you coming on. Mm -hmm. There's some situations, depending upon the relationship of where the talent actually can yay or nay their guests, but it's usually the producer. If you cannot mm -hmm. get in contact with the producer, call the assignment desk. There's always someone at the assignment desk, y'all. Always someone at the assignment yeah. I mean, 24 hours, like, mm -hmm. it's the news. Okay, you call them at 2.30, 7 in the morning, someone's going to pick up the pick up the phone at the assignment desk. Mm -hmm. um, and you have that conversation with them. See if they would, you know, connect you with the individual. It boils down to um, how bad do you want it? How bad, how do, you, bad do you want it? You no, know, do you want how to you want insert your voice in, into the marketplace because you feel that your voice is needed? You feel like you're your voice is, is missing. So if they're giving you the runaround and say, oh, well, you can contact this person and not give you an email address. Um, if they say, well, they're going to be in at 4.30 in the morning. Well, maybe you should set your alarm at 4.30 in the morning um, because they're going to be in the studio, perhaps like doing some work and maybe they'll be there to actually answer your phone call, mm -hmm. right? It is. Um, Publicists have it a, a way where not only like starting out, obviously about 15 years ago, social media wasn't as hot or as big part mm -hmm. of the PR plan as it is now. Obviously it's now, it's yeah. equal basically before mm -hmm. it was like, oh, you know, cause mm -hmm. my, a lot of my um, publicist friends were like, oh, you're, you're all, 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 this is at the beginning. Oh, you're always on that Facebook or you're always on these different social media sites. What is that about? And it's like, it's going to be a thing because it's oh. like direct access to the audience. So anyway, so now people have this part of the social media that they can do as well as the publicist also has to manage mm -hmm. the media as well as the social media and also the digital marketing part of it. Mm -hmm. So have you found over the last few years that the media has been easier to uh, receptive to stories because of social media or have because they feel so overwhelmed now that they're less receptive in terms of someone just new starting out in media relations. Mm -hmm. um, I know you can reach them straight on Twitter, but right. also too, everybody else can reach them straight on Twitter. So what have you found? Has it been like a good, bad? What, what's a it's, it's both. It's both. Um, it's now to the point where it says, if someone says, well, I can't find this information, let's say you don't have a journalist database that you use. Look, you're just not researching, right. okay? Because these directors of shows, producers, even the talent themselves, the reporters, they're like, if you have tips, send it here. Mm -hmm. Or if you have an idea- they're right in the LinkedIn bio. And they're right, yeah. sometimes they're right in the Twitter bio. If you yes. have tips, send them here. There's, there's, no, there's just no excuse, right? But like you said, you know, in the same breath, it's open for a lot of individuals individuals when they put their email out there. And so you're going against many other in individuals, right? Because now they know they have, they are using social media to their benefit, these journalists. And all they have to do is put a tweet says that, hey, we're looking for Black women ages, you know, 30 to 40 um, that started a new business or what they're going to get so many pitches. It's ridiculous. So many people are going to retweet it. And you're like, you know what? Well, Okay, how am I going to submit my story? What's going to make my story, you know, stick out from everyone, everyone else? Because you have all these different retweets. So it's it's both. Yeah, it is. And and really, the main thing is how to stand out, and that's where you yep. really have to look at the foundational pieces. Getting a coach, knowing, you know, if you have a together one sheet website, mm -hmm. uh, whether you have a speaking reel, whether you have B roll. I mean, a lot, all those things, because the journalists, if they have an average of I don't know, three or 400 emails a day, pitches, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 
they're looking for ways to say no more than yes, because they only have a limited space. So what is going to, if you have something that's off, they'll be like, no, and you're in the trash and you didn't even, you didn't Mm -hmm. even talk to them yet. So it's so important. So when you do make the pitch, relationships are important. Mm -hmm. One of the things I always tell them, Candice, is that when you are deciding that you have a story that you want to pitch, and this is an individual, if they have a story Mm -hmm. they want to pitch, to really follow the journalist for a while, not follow them personally, like, in, like, but online, you yeah. know, on Twitter to see what kind of things that they are tweeting about, what their LinkedIn is, um, mm-hmm. you know, their Instagram to see where the interests are. And then, you know, make it a point that I call it like double dutch, you know, the right time when to jump in mm-hmm. because you see that they tweeted about something that they have an interest in that. And if it's an alignment, then you are helpful to them. I don't Mm -hmm. want people to feel like, oh my God, PR is just so hard. Really, it's part of the process of marketing, but it also is helping out the journalists. Mm -hmm. You're helping out the journalists if it's in alignment. And so that's why it's really helpful to know the news cycles so that you can piggyback or newsjack Mm -hmm. on a story. Mm -hmm. Um, Timing of January, everyone is into weight loss and all that kind of stuff. If you have anything that has to do with health, obviously that's a good time. But Black History Month is coming up, too. So don't yes. think like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to pitch something in February. No, you pitch it probably in December or January yes. if you want to do television. And right now. Yeah, right now. It's listening like, right, right now. If you have a Black History Month, right yes. now, make your business this evening to get your pitch out. <laughs> yes. And, and I will say this, though, because we both know we both use them a lot. Um, BlackPR.com uh, and then mm-hmm. Black... Um, PRnews.com, both of the, the, the black the black publications or the mm-hmm. black news wires, they're filled. They're filled for February. So uh, pretty much like you kind of miss the window unless you have a publicist that can kind of help you get in there. But for the right. most part, they're filled because there's only so many slots that they can send out mm-hmm. in a day. And yep. all of February is filled. So, you know, if you're a woman, black woman, start working on Women's History Month, maybe that will yes. be your thing, but don't wait. Uh, mm-hmm. You 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 snooze, you lose. I mean, mm-hmm. you like the main. Absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. So was your um your your PR was always the main thing that you wanted to do, or was it journalism? Was it acting? Because I know at the beginning you did a lot of entertainment as well. So kind of tell us where you kind of fell into the PR mm-hmm. field. Yeah. So with with PR, it was always PR that um. Once I changed my major, I actually was a photographic major, um, photographic media major at Morgan. I wanted to be a celebrity photographer. You know, niche was going to be black and white photography. I love photography. Um, But of course, as you know, in college, you have all these prerequisites. And I was like, just put me in, you know, the darkroom. Like, I don't need to do anything else. Like, this is what I want to do. And I love the arts, but I'm not the best drawer. And all this, I was like, and fine arts was across campus. All the, You were just really kind of like far removed. I was like, this is not it. So after the first semester, went to the catalog and said, okay, let's do communications. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to do all the math that they require like in business, you know, for like, you know, marketing or anything like that. I was like, oh, cool. Math 109 uh, for communications. That's what we're going to do. And I narrowed it down to public relations because I did do some quick research and I saw that there's so many different industries like that you can um, that you can put you know, PR in. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have the entertainment, you have sports, you have hospitality, um, 
uh, in politics, it's public affairs. Basically, it's the same thing. Different literary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literary work. I mean, it's so much of where individuals need PR. Yeah. Um, and so I said, well, this is this is great. I won't feel like I'm pigeonholed if I say I want to do broadcast journalism. At this time, this was what? 2002 that I'm making this decision. I fully know, y'all, that if you come in as a bio major, you could be running a tech company right now. Um, that's totally fine. But at my age where I was in 2002, I was looking at broadcast journalism as, no, it's just going to keep me there. And I want to be able to go to you know different industries. So that's how it ended up in PR. Um, but it, it ended up just becoming my passion. I've always loved stories. PR at the end of the day is thing, and I love to read books and people I always wonder hmm, that's interesting so you went from here to here so tell me about that let's do PR and you know tell the stories but you know people meet you know they're so fascinated with let's say Jennifer Lopez I still want to know but tell me before you became the fly girl I'm mm-hmm. taking it way back Mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. became my flag on in living color, what was your journey like? That's where I'm more intrigued, right? And then of course we can go on to your fame and how you've been able to sustain and you know scale and make those different decisions. But what happened before mm-hmm. you decided that's the story. to story? You know that what I mean? The story. That's the story because that is where her character was built that has sustained her throughout all of these, you know, different facets of, of her life. Yeah. And one of the things about PR that I really enjoy that you work with print, uh, magazines and newspapers, you work with television, we work with radio and podcasts, different, Mm -hmm. different genres of the media, which I enjoy all of them. I've worked in all of them, but it was like, if I had to pick one, it's like, I couldn't, it's like, eh." you know, Mm -hmm. so all of them are now, um, most of the journalists now are multimedia journalists anyway, but it's just a PR person will work and has to know the language of each particular one. Exactly. Even though they may spe- specialize in like maybe broadcast, but a publicist will have to know mm-hmm. um, the areas for each different one. So I just wanted people to really understand what it really takes to get PR. It does take a good story. It takes timing. It takes, if you don't hire a publicist, it does really benefit you to know the industry, to know the terms, because if you do want to hire publicists, you would know whether that publicist is the right one for you. Yes. And 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 not get taken. I mean, I just had someone who um just says, you know, this publicist said they can do this A, B, and C. And I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> but how we would they cannot, know? <laughs> we cannot guarantee anything. The new yes. cycle, y'all, we were just talking about the new cycle it changes all the time. Yes. We cannot guarantee. Um, and just because we have connections at these uh, publications, they may be, their beat may be different. It, yeah, I know people at Essence, but they're not talking about you opening up your new restaurant. <laughs> right. They're talking about beauty. Right. Now, maybe they can, you know, uh, give it a nice warm introduction with me and someone who could maybe serve you. Um, but it doesn't mean just because we've had clients, it, you know, on essence, in essence, that that means that is going to be for you. And then let's dig a little deeper. Are you even ready for that type of exposure? That's another thing that I need people to uh, stop with the unrealistic expectations, because here's the thing. You end up on a, you know, black enterprise 
and it goes viral. You never know. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee viral, but let's say people just fall in love with your story and they're like, wow, this is great. Like Tiffany is amazing. And you're just getting content. Are, are you ready for that? You have to ask yourself, is your website, you know, good for all the traffic that may go there? It's all these different things. When we had our show, this real life, when we had our, not our show, when we had our client on the Today Show, excuse me, uh, you know, months ago, I think that was like in the fall, or maybe it was like summer 2021. Um, we were preparing. Now it was a process. It was maybe it's like over a hundred emails. Okay. That went back and forth with the producer, us and just organizing everything, mm-hmm. uh, making sure they get all, all the stuff for the story and the recording, uh, the transcript. I mean, all of these different things. And then we're like, well, okay, yeah, client, get with your webmaster, make sure that your site can can withstand the possibility of these all these hundreds or thousands of people that may get on your website once they see you on the Today Show. Yes. Right? So it's like you have, it has to be a strategy there, you guys. Has to be a strategy there and you have to remove, we're not saying stop thinking big, but be realistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just yeah. be very, very realistic. With, and I know. tell people, I said, how never snub small media, never no. snub the local papers, never snub the community papers, the uh, local radio, any podcast. I said, because you never know where they may end up. They may start out at a small community television station. And next thing you know, they're working for OWN. So they could remember when you snub them, maybe you booked with them on the radio station or the television Mm -hmm. station. And then you didn't show up because you said, ah, what difference does it make? Mm -hmm. And then one day they remember that because you left them in a lurch. Yep. And then now they're working at OWN or they're working at CNN and you did that. And so I always tell people kindness is always a currency, making sure that you are nice to everyone, respect everyone, respect the publicist, respect mm-hmm. the media, value them all and, and know that they're not in business to make you rich and famous. The Thank media you. is in business to tell stories, to inform their audiences. Mm-hmm. And so the more you help them with that, the more PR you will get. It's mm-hmm. really that simple. And yeah. being interesting and being entertained, having your foundation together mm-hmm. is um, is really important. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, so, it's probably really important just in business sense. I'm not a business coach, but I find myself doing more and more business coaching as I try to tell people about PR, how that works. And it's like... Yeah. But your business part needs, I'm not in your business, but I am helping you with your PR. But this part, I know you need to get done. So, exactly. Yes, yes. So, uh, Candice, uh, Cantina? Yeah, Cantina. She says, awesome advice. Thank you, Cantina. And then Kirby, he said, yes. That is, he said, that's yeah. so true. He said, the impact, the impact kind. That's true. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. And mm-hmm. so um, the last question I just want to ask you, if you had, um, you wrote an uh, inspirational book. Uh, as well. You wrote the PR, uh, rest, not recipe, but the PR. Oh, the PR puzzle. The PR puzzle. Mm-hmm. You wrote that one. That's kind of like the business book. And then tell us about the other book too, as well, because people so, need inspiration. So that was really, that. Um, I did that when I turned 34, actually. And I I sold it like on my birthday, exclusively, huh. I want to say. Um, yeah, that's why I called it, what is that? What is like 34? Yeah, the oh, affirmations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I turned 34 and I said, you know what? Because I think I was just doing a lot of um, sharing, inspiring individuals. I, yes. You know, I think naturally I, I do that. 
um, just to inspire, you know, individuals, you know, to dream it. big, want more yeah. uh, and everything. So that's that's where that came from. I turned 34. So that's why I it's like the 34 affirmations. Like, I love it. <laughs> and so and, and one of the things that we're I always say we're a publicist and not a therapist. But a lot of times we do a little bit of therapy because so many times people get beat up in their business and they come to the publicist and we're kind of like that person to really kind of lift them up and mm -hmm. affirm them. And so I just saw that when you did that, I thought, I said, that's probably what you do with your clients as well, because oh, we're working, working, we're doing the grind and we're doing this. And then we look back and they may be on the ground. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, come on, we can do this. And it's like, I know you're nervous, but we can, you're going to do great on the show. I know you can do it. You know, that, you know, yes, like, we are, we become their cheerleader. Um, and that's why I always stress to individuals that it is more than a media interview. When you are looking to invest in a publicist or a PR agency, yes, uh, your goal is because you want more visibility, right? PR equal, um, equals visibility. Marketing, those are um, those are like, you know, your leads, like your sales, right? Because mm -hmm. I know we were talking about that before. So just remember that, you guys, like PR equals visibility. Marketing equals sales. Yes. That's a whole other different conversation. But going back to being the, the cheerleader of your client, you know, that happens a lot of the times, you know, they're, they're, you know, leaning on you for, you know, for that, for that support. And it's, it's more than a media interview. Uh, and all, all the publicists who are tuned in as well, I want you to dig deeper in, into that. You have, you bring so much more value to the table than just sending the email to the client saying that, hey, Wall Street Journal is interested in hearing your story. That's great. But there's so much else that we bring to the table because you should always be looking at everything through the lens like a visibility. Mm -hmm. If it's like a partnership, um, an endorsement, or just getting them in a space of where they can chat with someone and meet, like yes. what does that lead to, right? So that's that why sense. we, we want to know what your business goals are at the end of the day. So then we can start working backwards. If I know that, well, actually, I want to have my own crayon. Okay, so how are we aligning you and going to position you to where maybe Crayola would be interested in, in, in chatting with you? What are the stories that we are now going to craft? So it's like, you know, this onion and you're peeling back all these different, you know, layers, you know, mm -hmm. of it. So, you know, just communicate with the individuals that you're hiring in the PR space. Ask the questions. You're well within your right to ask the questions. Um but also just keep in mind that it's it's more than a media interview. Yes, it is. It is more than it. It's connections. It is really, it's all about connections. And the whole thing about being kind, mm -hmm. uh, being authentically you, uh, things will happen. Things that are lined up for you will happen. And so mm -hmm. the publicist is there to help facilitate that. Mm -hmm. But you have to be honest with them. Tell them tell them your real goals. Yeah. Uh, tell us tell us a lot of everything. I mean, we're, we're like your, your confidants. So mm -hmm. where your confidants yeah. and then we can introduce you to not only media, but other people as well that aligns with the, the larger business goals. Mm -hmm. And that is it. I heard this thing, uh, Candice, the other day. Uh, it was Issa Rae. It was about seven years ago. Paul Brunson was actually interviewing her mm -hmm. and he asked uh, Issa, um, what was her PR strategy? She says, I really didn't have one. She says, I was just putting my stuff out there on Facebook. And then he says, OK, now you're kind of like this was seven years ago. He says, so now where are you now? She says, what is your team like? You have a team of 25. She says, I have a business development person. I have a, a virtual assistant, my administrative assistant. I have a producer, an editor 
and she says a publicist. She says, without those people, I would not be anywhere. And I was like, yes. I said, she yeah, I love it. Yes. I, I love like, when people like this. I was like, Ray was smart enough to do that. And she went to Stanford, right? So she came from Stanford to New York and she was just doing these YouTube videos, but she knew part of the core team was part of that publicist, business development manager, right. which is different from the publicist. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things. So I was like, oh, I just love her anyway. I just like, we are a compliment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We are a compliment. Your publicist or your PR agency, look at them as they're going to compliment what you are already doing. They're going yeah. to compliment what you are looking to do. That's why you have to have, you know, the, the trust there. So this is the last question from Kenny. Kenny Lyles asks, uh, how do you determine who to choose as your PR rep and what are the good things to look for? So you can answer and I can answer. I just want to answer really, really quick for Kenny. Yeah. One of the yeah. things, depending on your industry, Kenny, you want to look for a publicist who's been in the same industry, not someone who maybe your competitor worked with, <laughs> but in the same industry. So if you, if you, you know, you don't look for the PR person for Coca-Cola in your Pepsi. Okay. That's, that's a conflict, mm -hmm. but someone who has in, in that same industry, because they would have a lot of the same contacts. So what Candace was saying about essence, you know, maybe someone who is, who works with a lot of beauty products, that would be good. There's someone who works with authors, that would be good because you know they would have a lot of the contacts maybe in the publishing industry or you know, Publishers Weekly, things like that. So you wanna, that's one thing you want to look for, for sure, is someone who is in the industry, if it's business to business and that kind of thing. And so what you wanna look for, Candace, you can kind of answer that question, what kind of things they should look for when they're looking for a PR rep? So I think you have to think about, you know, um, what you're what you're seeking, you know, from from that individual, um, does your energy match? I'm really big on energy, right? I'm not going to bring on just a client who I feel is very bland. I'm very bubbly, um, you know, and so I want to feel like I can actually communicate, you know, with the client, believe in their story. Um, so you want to ask questions, right? You want to ask questions. Yes, look them up. Ask around if, you know, people may know know their work or anything of the sort. Please ask um, around, Kenny. Please don't yeah. don't let the person just name drop. Yeah, no. Ask them, the person who they name drop, ask the person whose name they dropped, right? Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times people will say, well, yeah, I know such and such. I know Candace Nicole. And then maybe Candace just knows me on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. <laughs> Yeah, she don't, that's I mean, a real like, thing. No, well, she don't really know Pam. So that was, you know, so you really want to do due diligence in terms of Absolutely. Yeah. And and also look at, um, you know, what their beliefs are. Like, you know, what are their morals? Like, yes. you know, if do you want to, I'll say this, I do not want any clients on the roster of Candace Nicole PR that are not believers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's a way that I can figure out if you're a believer or not. Yeah. There's certain things that I may say, I'm going to listen to how you're responding. Mm -hmm. Or when you're talking to me, I'm going to listen to how you explain your journey to me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want that, you know, that energy here. So that's what I mean, asking those questions, you know, look at the work that they are doing, get on their social media, get on the website. But is this a person that you would like to align yourself with, yeah. right? Because here's the thing, you hire our agency, uh, as we are representing you, you you serve as a representation of CNPR. Mm, so look at true. yourself and then look at who you're looking to hire and say, is that a great represent, representation of myself? Do I see myself in them? Like mm -hmm. ask yourself, 
those questions mm-hmm. and that'll, you know, go with your intuition. And then I, I believe that you will be fine. I believe at the end of the day, you will know, all right, let's take the leap and let's make the hire. Right. Yeah. And so some of the things that you look for, obviously, is like you want to ask them where they have had some success. Obviously, they'll tell you their success stories. But for the most part, you'll know in your gut if it's the right fit for you. And then also, too, if the publicists themselves, if they say, if someone comes to me and say, hey, you know, I want you to work on, I don't know, A, B, and C, I will say, you know, I really don't do that, but I know another publicist that that's really their jam, Mm -hmm. okay? And that's what we do as publicists. It's like, this may not be for me. I can refer it because that's more their jam. That's their industry that they really swim in. That's what they do. And then that comes back to us. It's like, well, you know what? You need to go to Pam because she works with speakers and authors. That's her main thing that she really does. She's been doing this. And then maybe this person, they work with beauty brands and this person works with so you have to know who works with what, but the publicists know who, you know, from your networking group, from respect to publicists, we know who does what and we help and support each other. That's why I really, really, you know, love that, that group as well. And so anybody can join it. It's a Facebook group, respect the publicists. You can join it if you want to add value uh, to the group. That's one of the things we support each other. Don't go in there and just like, oh, I'm just going to take from this group, but add value. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is make sure that you get Candace's um, ebooks as well. She's got two of them, the PR puzzle and then the other book as well, book of affirmations. So Candace, thank you so much for joining. Kenny, hopefully that helped. Uh, yes, that's that's great. Well. This was great. This was, this was fun. This was great. Finally, uh, you know, my schedule has been like crazy, um, <laughs> but this was great. I really enjoyed the conversation. And I love your background. For those who are watching the video podcast, she has these beautiful flowers in the background and it's just gorgeous. So you could tell that when you wanted to, the first thing I would say, God never wastes anything. So when you were at Morgan and you went to major in visual photography, part of that, what you have right now looks like it's a set for a photo shoot, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's very very on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's that's and that's like just like whole, the natural part of what you wanted to do, right? It's the whole just like entire wall is the yeah. rose, you know, installation. So yeah, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. So it is beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you so much today. And again, um, people who want to get in touch with you, I put it up there again. It's Candice Nicole PR.com. So yeah. Candace Nicole PR.com. So definitely uh have a conversation with her, get her books or whatever, support her on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And we will talk with you later. But thank you so much. I just really, really enjoy talking with you. Like I said, I couldn't wait. I was like, okay, whenever you're ready, we're going to do this. Right. We're gonna do this. <laughs> no, no. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Fun. So thank you so much. All righty. And I am Pam Perry. Thank you so much for joining the PR uh, podcast here today. Get out there, get known. So I will talk with you all later and make sure that you visit um ReadySetGoSpeak.com and then also share, like, subscribe, and review this podcast. Alrighty, till next time. God bless. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.